Hey there, everybody. How you doing today? Hope everyone's having a good day. So, what's the topic of the day, you're asking? I don't know. I've been struggling with one around here where I live, and more especially, seems like it's a problem in this county. Not so much down in the larger counties, and I, I don't understand why. You see, I've been wanting some work done around the house, and people keep saying, yeah, I'll do it. And come and give me quotes and stuff, and then they ghost you. You familiar with that term, ghosting somebody? It means they're gone. Never see them again. Hasta la vista, baby. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned, but you know, when I grew up, if I told somebody, let me borrow that, uh, let me borrow that hammer of yours, and they said, okay, and I said, I'll bring it back tomorrow. Well, you know what? I don't care if it was snow two feet deep or raining a, a downpour. I took that hammer back. If I still needed it, I still took it back. And I would ask the people, here it is, and if you don't need it, I need it an additional day or two or three or whatever. But I took it back. And there's two reasons for for things like that. One, when you tell somebody that you're going to do something, that's your word. And you know, that's all we have is our word. Stand on our word. Our good name is our word, and our word is our good name. And secondly... You borrow something from that man, and you say, I'm going to bring it back tomorrow. I'll be back before 5 o'clock. He's like, okay. And that man might have had a project he needed to do, and he wasn't going to be able to start until tomorrow evening. But he let you borrow that item because he didn't need it until tomorrow evening. And he knows that if you're a man of your word, that you'll bring it back. So, I would do whatever I could to honor my word. And then, you know, my granddaddy was like that. He was, uh, both my granddaddies were like that. They were men of their word. They shook your hand, and that was it. You didn't need to write nothing down. You didn't need no collateral. They said it, they did it. My grandparents were, they were the pillars that built this country. They don't make men like that generation anymore. It's sad. Now they dress up like 
little girls, whatever, say that they're trapped in bodies. I was trapped in a body once, in a woman's body. Then my mother gave birth. So, it's a different generation today. But you know, I joined the military. And I went, you know, I've been all over the world. and You know, we lived and breathed on each other. We, we had each other's backs. We didn't always get along, but we got over it. We didn't get put in time out. If we had to ride in that tank together, we had to live together. We had to work together. And we had to get along together. And if we had to be in a foxhole together in the infantry, when I was in the infantry, you had to trust that man on your left and the man on your right. Might not like the things, but we got over it. But I remember guys in the barracks, they used to come to me before payday. Hey, Richie, can I borrow a dollar? I'll pay you back on payday. I said, yeah, don't forget, pay me back on payday. And off they'd go with that dollar. And then come payday, I'd never see them. And then three weeks later, hey, Richie, can I borrow a dollar? I said, well, you still owe me for the last dollar. Well, I'll pay you back on payday, and I'll pay you this one too. And I'm like, okay. I'd loan them some money. And guess what? They wouldn't pay you back. And third time, I'm like, nope, you're not getting any money. Until you pay up what you owe me. Generally, people do one of two things. They'll either pay you what they owe you, or they won't ask you for money no more. Most of the times, though, in the military, they'd wind up paying you the money. Because we had each other's back. But today... Ah, sad. People say they have morals and values of their grandparents, but they don't act like it. I don't see people opening doors for their girlfriends. I don't even see young men letting the girlfriends order first. I go in restaurants around different cities and sit down and watch and you see these young guys go in and plop and then the waitress comes up and they order their drink and their food and let the girlfriend go and you know what the girlfriends put up with it i wouldn't put up with it say no 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 i order first and then you i sit down first and then you you see it's a matter of respect You wouldn't treat your mama like that, would you? And if you do, that's the problem. But our word has lost its meaning. Our word is watered down. 
Our whole world is watered down. You know, I don't understand what's going on. I, people say it's the end times. And boy, I tell you what, if you ask me, it's pretty darn close. But it could last until the year 2525 and they'll be singing the song from Aquarius then saying this was written back in the 60s or whatever. Now we're living it. I don't know. It's just sad. But I try. I try to live up to my word. I try to try to be at peace with all people. But you know the problem with the our the right today is we don't say things. We don't stand up for things. We don't we don't stand up for what is right because we think it doesn't apply to us. I had a woman message me the other day and said, "Oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to message you. You're a conservative and I don't I don't deal with Trump supporters. And I said, well, that's good. I said, uh, what did I say? I said, that's shallow or something like that. She said, way to talk, minister. And I said, truth. I speak truth. Don't sugarcoat nothing. I don't hide nothing. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you pretty much know this is me in a nutshell. You don't want me to speak truth? Don't ask me the questions. Speaking of which, how many of your friends really are truthful to you? How many of your friends look at you and tell you, you got something hanging out of your nose, or they just... Don't want to be your friend. Don't want to tell the truth. They don't want to be disgusted, but they'd rather look at you and let you walk around and act like a fool. Your friends will point out things to you. Your friends will be there for you, good or bad, thick or thin. Your friend's word will be all that you need. You see... In Matthew 5:33 he says again you have heard that it was said to our ancestors. So you see this is way back ancestors bible, you know, 3 3000 or more years ago. You must not break your oath, but you must keep your oaths to the Lord. But I tell you, don't take an oath at all, either by heaven because it is God's throne or by earth, because it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, because it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, because you cannot make a single hair white or black. But let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more than this is from the evil one, the devil. Let your yes be yes. Let your word be binding. Let your word be your reputation. If you say you're going to do it, do it. If you borrow a car, 
bring it back with the gas tank full and the car cleaner than the one you took it. If you borrow a lawnmower, you do it the same way. If you borrow a vehicle from somebody and you scratch it, ding it, bang it, break it, fix it. Don't bring it back and say, oh, I'm sorry, I messed up your car. Fix it. Return it better than the way you found it. You know, people that I work with in these type of relationships, if I borrow something from them and they treat me like that, I don't mind loaning them anything. And the same goes for them. If they know that if I borrow something from them and I'm going to bring it back better than the way I took it, it's clean and whatever, topped off, fuel tanks filled up, they won't mind loaning it to me. But you borrow my car and you park it in my driveway and the gas tank's empty, I got a problem. And that goes for my children too. When I raised them up, they knew that. You borrow it, you fill it up. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Let your word be the word that everything, relationships, and your reputation is built on. Because I'm going to tell you something. When you're down and out and you've got nothing else, when you've been stripped of all your material belongings in this world and you have nothing else, your word is all you have. And this is Pastor Chip. I hope you have a blessed day. Good day tomorrow. Good night. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Message me if you think you'd like me to talk about something. It's PastorChip42 at Gmail. God bless each and every one of you.